My advice is if you have a clear picture, if you know what you want, go for it. Take an action today. You do not need to have all the resources you need at hand before you start. Welcome friends to The Entrepreneur Speaks. I'm your host, Kofi Anumedu. Each week, I host an amazing entrepreneur on their journey, successes, and challenges. It is my hope that we will learn from their experiences as we all work towards living a life of passion and purpose. Our guest today is Fafape Amafui. She is popularly known as the Mushroom Queen. She holds an MPhil in accounting from the University of Ghana, Business Certificate Program from Temple University USA, Yale School of Management, and Certificate in Mushroom Production and Processing from the Food Research Institute. She's also a graduate from the Academy of Women Entrepreneurs. Our guest is passionate about the environment and helping others achieve economic empowerment through Agric. You're most welcome to this podcast. Thank you very much. So let's start off with the name Mushroom Queen. Where did that come from? <laughs> Thank you very much. Starting with the name Mushroom Queen, it's a name that I believe I've earned as a result of being one of the leading producers of mushrooms here in Ghana. My clients and fans, you know, concluded and gave me that name for for the awesome job that my company and I are doing, being one of the largest mushroom producers here in Ghana and also the best farmer, second runner-up for the 2018 Best Farmer Awards here in Ghana. I think these are some of the some of the, some of the accolades that gave me that title. Great, great, great. So throughout this interview, I'll be referring to you as the Mushroom Queen. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So give us a brief background of your company and what is the story behind this setup. Thank you very much. E90 Ghana Limited was formed in the year 2015 after I came across an article on mushroom production in the Netherlands. And I saw how mushrooms production, mushroom production has contributed a lot to the GDP of the economy of Netherlands and the employment of the youth and women in that country as a result of the mushroom production. And interestingly, when I look at the raw materials that are being used, are things that are of, you know, less importance in our country here, Ghana, and especially the uh, environmental pollutants that uh, create so much nuisance, especially carbon monoxide in the environment. We're talking about sawdust, which is one of the leading environmental pollutants as a result of the dust, and also they set a lot of fire. Uh, they burn them, actually, so it creates a lot of carbon monoxide, which is a leading cause of cancer in, in the country. So when I realized that I can use that to create an economic value, and protect the environment, I became so passionate about it. So that began E90 Ghana Limited. And 
So far, we've been on the agenda of promoting the SDG number 13, that is climate action. We are using our, um, our you know, uh, venture to, to protect the environment, protect the lives of Ghanaians, and also create an employment avenue for women especially. So that became the focus of E90 since the year 2015. Wonderful. Have you always desired to be an entrepreneur? I ask this because you trained as an accountant. So where in the story did the desire to set up a mushroom production company come in? And was it after a life experience or after accounting and doing or checking the books, etc. He decided that let me set up a firm and use my accountancy in that particular firm. How did this whole thing come about? Thank you. I think it came at uh, a latter part of my um my, my my years on, on this earth after an experience at the University of Ghana where I was given a leadership role. I was elected as the women's commissioner of the graduate school. So it dawned on me that apart from studies or apart from the profession, what message or what can I give my other women or graduates that they can go out there and empower themselves and also take care of themselves and have that kind of financial financial breakthrough or financial uh, independence. So it was at that moment that I also came across the the article. So everything just, you know, was just perfect at that moment. So I wouldn't say I was born, I was born with it. You know, it came as a result of an experience, as a result of the, the leadership role that I was given. And I realized that there is the need for us to, you know, move from where we are, the comfort zones that, okay, I'm an accountant, so I should just become an accountant in my office, or I am a nurse, I am a, a doctor, I am a, a marketer. So apart from the profession, we can do so many things. We are limitless. So it, it was at that point that I've realized that indeed we are limitless. We can do everything as 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 human beings, as women, and as 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 we grow, we have to get that kind of financial independence. Thank you very much. We need financial independence. We are limitless. All right, now let's go to the mushroom farm. We'd like to know the processes. So if you can quickly walk us through the production process, we really appreciate that. Thank you. It's a very interesting process. I must say it's one of the most interesting process that one can find a him or herself in. We use environmental waste or we call them the pollutants, especially we use sawdust, which is a byproduct or a waste from the sawmill after they cut the woods and divide them, the dust that comes out of that, that becomes our raw materials, which is almost like in abundance, is of no value or no economic value. So it begins from there. We collect the sawdust together with some rice bran and another quick lime. We mix them together. We decompose them for about six weeks and we bag the, the compost 
Then we sterilize, then we add the spawn, which normally, we, ordinary, we can call the seed. And then we incubate those bugs for six weeks. And voila, you have your mushrooms at the end of that. So it's a very interesting process. Yeah. Wow. Um, what, what are the health benefits of mushroom? If you can share that with us. Mm, that part is one of the things that made me so much glued to mushroom production. Generating mushrooms is, is an amazing uh, fungi uh, that nature can give mankind. Mushrooms are rich in the B vitamins, such as the pathogenic acid, and the combination helps protect heart health. Uh, riboflavin is good for red blood cells. Uh, it also have another B vitamin called the niacin, which is good for the digestive system and for maintaining healthy skin. Also, there is another antioxidant called selenium, which is only found in mushrooms. And this particular antioxidant it helps to build and repair tissues and cells in the human body whilst boosting our immune system. So in this era of the COVID-19, it is very, very important for each and every one of us to make mushrooms part of our diet because it's not only, you know, help to reduce diabetes, hypertension, or high cholesterol in our system, but also it helps to boost our immune system against infections such as the COVID-19. So these are some of the wonderful health benefits of mushroom. Wow, I didn't know this. This is indeed learning for me. <laughs> so it can boost our immune system. Exactly. Okay, growing up, we all saw mushrooms in soup, etc. Apart from using it in that local way, what other ways can we use mushrooms? Mushrooms. What delicacy can we come up with? First of all, mushrooms, we have some kinds of mushrooms that are very medicinal. So we have both medicinal parts and for for diets or for for eating. Um, apart from its medicinal values, we can use them in vegetable saute or other value-added product, especially when you take like the oyster mushrooms. Oyster mushrooms can be used to make biscuits, can be used to make nuggets, can be used to make a whole lot of pastries in different forms and kinds. So it has so many uses apart from our traditional soups and mix them with vegetables for the your morning. It, it has a lot of, a lot and a lot of other uses. That's lovely. Having been in business for this while, tell us, is it difficult to start and maintain a business in Ghana? And what has been your experience so far? <laughs> Thank you very much for that interesting question. Depending on where you sit, it can be easier or it can be difficult. So what I it's not a straight jacket answer to that question. For instance, if I am very much aware that I do not only need finance to start my business, it will shape me how to start a business and how to approach it. That will make it very easy for me. 
So as an entrepreneur, do not only look at finance, but look at how you can combine other factors of production. For instance, sometimes you do not need to own some of the few things that you need to start your dream business before you start. A closer look at Uber, they only have the app or the software, but they do not own the cars. They do not own the drivers, but they are making money. But sometimes our mentality as young people growing up is how to get a car, how to get the drivers, and how to get a software. So they sit back and try and look at all the resources that they need to start such a business. And that will make it very difficult for you. So if you do not have the resources, there is the need for you to look at how you can put people that need something and people that have such things, you bring them together, you mediate between the two and you make your money or you start your business. So to your question that whether it is easy or difficult depends on your mentality and where you're coming from. So we all need to have an open mind, look at opportunities around you, look at the problems that we face in your immediate communities and see how you can bring those who need it and those who have it together and you start your business. Coming from an experienced person, it sounds easy, but I'm sure with hard work and determination, you can make it. Definitely sure. It's it, it all not very rosy, I must say. There is, a, uh, you know, starting my business, when I started my first production, I had everything gone bad. Everything went bad, actually. And I have to start again because I'm seeing the end from the beginning. You must have that bigger picture. So challenges from the beginning will not deter you from achieving your aim or your purpose. So you need to create that vision. You need to have that picture in mind. Some of us will start something without knowing where we want to go to. So people can discourage you. Challenges can discourage you. But make all these challenges and the naysayers part of your learning curve so that when you know where you want to get to, somebody cannot or nobody can tell you that this is not achievable because you have put your plans on paper. And that is one thing that we'll be going to. You must put up plans on paper. Where do you want to see yourself in the next five years? Or where do I want to see myself in the next 10 years? So when challenges hit me in the first year, I know these are my plans. This is my plan A, my plan B to get to where I want to get to. So definitely it's not going to be very rosy and you need to embrace challenges. You need to come up with innovative ways of solving these challenges. And through these challenges, you see that definitely there will be a shiny leaning on that dark cloud, which will make give you a very, a, a very much like a breakthrough to 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 have your visions being realized. Thank you very much. Let's go back to the farm. What is a typical day like for you? Thank you. Since um, I work as an accountant, also, I for the passion, I wake up very early in the morning. So I get to the farm, see what my workers are doing. We harvest very early in the morning, then supervise and give them all that they have to do. 
and we have as we package for our clients. Then I get back quickly to to get to the office. So typically, um, lunchtime and all, I'll get back to the farm to see what is going on. So I spend about five hours maximum on the farm and I do the other parts for my profession. So typically, that would be my journey for a, a day. Yeah. Okay. As a growing business, have you received external support from some organizations? And if you have, can you please share some of them with us? Thank you very much. Uh, from the beginning, I I took part in a graduate competition by Exxon Bank Ghana, where I I came out as one of the finalists and we were awarded, it was a, a business plan competition organized by Exim Bank Ghana. So I became one of the winners, which I received a total seed capital of 100,000 Ghana cities, which really helped me to establish myself, you know, bought some equipment and also cushioned my working capital to 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 make me uh it made me to actually realize part of my dream of becoming a big a big supplier of mushrooms here in Ghana. So one lesson I will say in that is whenever you want to start a business, you need to put all these thoughts and where you want to get to on paper. So Investors will get to know exactly where you are going and what you want to achieve. And when they buy into it, that can cushion you to financially, they can support you financially to to reach your goals. So what inspires you to do what you do? Thank you. I think my inspiration comes from, one, the protection of the environment. We use a lot of the sawdust that causes so much carbon monoxide in and pollution in the environment. We use that to create an economic value. That alone inspires me a lot. When I see my contribution and what um, others in the mushroom industry, we all in total can contribute to the environmental sustainability of Ghana, it inspires me. And then the employment aspect, this is kind of like um, a very intensive uh, labor work. Um, So we get to employ a lot of people. So that's also helping the country to solve unemployment is also a very uh, great passion that, uh, you know, uh, inspires me to wake up very early every morning to do what I have to do. So all these things, and then giving financial freedom, I engage a lot of single mothers and mothers that have to be on the street to cater for their kids. These are the people that I've, I have engaged to have a very decent economic work that can give them a lot of financial freedom to cater for their children and also 
be able to live in a very normal life. All these things actually inspires me a lot to do what I do best. Thank you so much. Has COVID-19 affected your business and how are you coping during this period? Thank you very much. I think I had a fair share of the COVID-19 pandemic on my business. I Mushrooms are highly consumed by most of the five-star and four-star hotels that we have here in Ghana and some restaurants, Chinese, Turkish, um, other foreign, you know, restaurants that we have in the country do consume a lot of my mushrooms because of it's hygienic, uh, the way we package it and all that. And when the COVID-19, uh, you know, pandemic hit Ghana, we have to close the borders and all that. These hotels also have to either reduce their their intake or shut down completely. And this really affected the demand from them. So it has also impacted on my business in a way. But when the president of Ghana in one of his addressed the nation and treated all Ghanaians to make mushroom and other local products part of their diet in order to boost their immune system against the COVID-19, I saw a sharp rise in the demand of my mushroom by households. So now 80% of my supply goes to the households while 20% goes to these hotels while we wait for the borders of the country to be opened. And I believe strongly that uh, every dark cloud has its own silver lining. You know, households, you know, got so much interested in the consumption of the mushrooms as a result of its nutritional values, talking about vitamins, protein, fiber. And so I must say, I can confidently say that I had both the negative and the positive sides of COVID affecting, even though we have to, you know, let go some of the work as a result of a sharp decline in demand by these hotels and restaurants. And we have to let some of them, you know, stay back for a while. But we are hoping that things will bounce back and then uh, business will, will, will move back and then we will all, you know, have the freedom to do what we we have to do at all times. It is said a journey of a thousand miles begins with a step. What would be your advice for someone with that desire to take that first step in starting a business? Thank you. Advising someone, um, as a young person, since I'm also a young person, I, I will always say that do not let that dream be in your head. Put an action to it no matter how small it is, or no matter how crazy that idea is, if you have a clear picture of what it is and where you want to go start. For instance, when I, you know, after my MPhil, I said I want to do mushrooms, there are quite a number of people that feel like, really, you want to go and be picking or collecting sawdust to do mushrooms? You know, that's below the belt for you. But I know what I want to achieve. I know the impact of my business that I'll have on the environment. So these are these became my inspiration to do what I have to do. So my advice is if you have a clear picture, if you know what you want, go for it. Take an action today. 
you do not need to have all the resources you need at hand before you start. As you rightly said, a journey of thousand miles starts with a step. So start. Wake up. Put an action to it. A step today will you will continue. So in a nutshell, I'll just tell you to start. Start whatever. Whatever you dream of. Begin it. Let 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 let's start it. We have quite a number of people that uh, will keep on dreaming, dreaming, dreaming every single day. And when they see another person doing what they have been dreaming about, they say, ah, I should have started this. But you haven't started. And, you know, when an idea comes to you, remember that it comes to almost 100 people at the same time. So if you don't take the action today, another person will. So there is the there is the need for us to take this bold step, whether you have all the resources or not, start. And God will help you to complete it. Thank you so much for those words. Get up <laughs> and do it. Just do it. Yes. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> As we wrap up. Yes, we'll do it. As we wrap up, do you have any last words for our yes. listeners? Yes, I'm so grateful for this opportunity, especially to you for giving me the platform to talk about my business. And to the listeners out there, visit www.e90online.com for your fresh mushrooms. And also, if you want to do something, just do it. That is it. Just do it. There is gold in every business. So whether it is a white color job, a blue color job, or something that people don't realize that it is something worth it, sometimes that is where your passion is, or that is what will move you from one step to the other. So say no to the naysayers and be who you are. Identify your potentials. Go within yourself. What are the things that I can do that I will not get tired doing them. What are the things that I enjoy to do or I enjoy doing? That when I when there is no money, you know, attached to it, still I can still do it. This, that is the passion. So look out for that passion. Look out for the inspiration and let that inspiration be in front of you all the time. Put it on paper. Say, I want to be this. I want to be that. And go for it. That is the only way we can achieve. And I will entreat every young person hearing my voice to move, take that bold step. Be who you want to be. You are limitless. You have every opportunity to become a great person. Be better, be better than your parents. And I want to challenge you to move above your peers and be that great person that the world is waiting for. Thank you. Thank you so much. We would like to say a very big thank you to the Mushroom <laughs> Queen for granting us this interview. She has indeed earned her accolade. She has shown that she is indeed a queen. Thank you so much, Mushroom <laughs> Queen, for this exciting episode of The Entrepreneur Speaks. 
And to thank our you. listeners, so and to our listeners, as always, leave your comments. And next week, we'll come your way again with another exciting episode on the Entrepreneur Speaks podcast. I remain your host, Kofi Anumedu. Take care of yourself and let's keep hope alive. Cheers. Cheers.